Hey guys, it's your girl Sweetie, and we're listening to Sweet Talk. And today we have a very special guest, somebody who I've been trying to get on this podcast since we started this podcast. (laughs) Jamie P. Wright. She is an amazing author. I love her book, When a Good Girl Goes Bad. (laughs) But yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. She also has a a very uh, interesting Instagram page that we'll get to talk about a little bit later. But let's get started with our paraphilia of the week. I thought was pretty funny. Um, it's called fornophilia. It is the practice or the attraction to turning a human into furniture. So, you know, like in the BDSM community with slaves and, and uh, subs and all of that. And they'll have somebody turn into a chair or toilet or... <laughs> yes, a little bit, a toilet. Or an ashtray, or an ottoman, or just, you know, pretty much anything right, right. in your house that you want them to be. I actually had somebody offer me that. Somebody actually, who has an OnlyFans, offered to, uh, they want me to do a photo shoot where they're treated as though it's furniture, and I sit on them. So it's definitely a thing. Yes, it is absolutely a thing. That is interesting. Yes, yeah. Considering it, or is it like a... Yeah, huh? <laughs> Just make sure you, uh, you're you very clear on what your boundaries are. Oh, well, of course. Yes, 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 yes. That is hilarious, and I can't wait to see the video. <laughs> but okay, so um, Scan, what you got for us today? What, what uh, position you got for us today? So the threesome sex position that we have for this week is called the cowgirl and the cattle rustler. Okay. Why they made it as long my name, I have no idea. We always discuss about where they come with these names from. I have no idea. But basically, a female is doing reverse cowgirl on the male. And as she's doing this, the third party female is actually giving some type of fellatio to the female while she's... So instead of getting her being over to the cowgirl, she's actually with sitting on him in reverse position with legs open. Okay, and then the third female is actually giving her head or keeping her out from that position, and that is called the cattle rustler. I'm sorry, say one more time what it's called. A girl, a soul You're cutting in and out, but skin is driving, y'all, so please bear with her. But that, I've seen that in porn. I don't really, of course, it's not something I would try, and she's it gone. It sounds complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, I'm imagining her, and I'm just like, how is, like, that, that complicated? <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, I mean, from the picture, you can't really tell if it's a, if she's eating the girl out or if she's, like, licking balls or what. Like, you just, it's a lot. 
It's a lot. It's probably a little bit of both. <laughs> Just one long lick, like. Okay, you're still cutting in and out, but I did hear it that time. <laughs> so, a little bit, what you got for us this week? Um, like, her face is completely frozen. Friends. It's kind of funny. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. Continue with our, um, we're going to continue with our segment. Okay. That we started last week. Yes, they were fun. Um, yeah, very interesting. So, um, First myth of this, sex can give you a heart attack. <laughs> so I'm I'm going to say that that is true. I don't I don't think that's a myth. Only because I, I've heard this story of um I listened to to uh, Lip Service, which is Angela Yee's podcast, and uh, one of her co-hosts actually killed the man having sex with him. Like, he orgasmed too many times, and his heart was not as strong as they thought, and he died. Yes, that's the way to go. I mean, you know, you can go out with a neck, I guess. Like, does the person, that, like, even get charged for that? Like, I mean, I mean she didn't kill, well, she technically killed him, but. She technically contributed to his death. Right. So, that's that's a better way to say it. He, he was there for the ride. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't Can know. Can you imagine like the, that, that's crazy. I would be like, you have to put me up in a frame, a picture frame. Like, I did this. <laughs> what you get over the fact that you killed somebody else? <laughs> so, what, so what the website says is having sex more often is associated with having a healthier heart. A study in the American Journal of Cardiology found that men who reported having sex twice a week or more had a lower risk of developing cardiovascular disease than men who had sex once a month or less often. That makes sense. This seemed to this seemed to be independent of erectile dysfunction, which is a known risk factor for heart disease. The chance of having a heart attack while you are having sex is also thought to be very low. What if your heart has already has already had problems. <clears throat> the reality is that the physical exertion most people put in when having sex is similar to walking up two flights of stairs. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I'd be way more exhausted <laughs> walking from having sex than two flights of steps. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on the day. That's <laughs> true. That is true. That is we'll very true. One more myth because it's, it's short. Okay. <clears throat> it says oysters and chocolate are turtle. Now, first of all, their wording of this myth is very sketchy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a turtle, and they say it's an aphrodisiac, no, though. Aphrodisiac. And it's directly correlated to a hormone that's released when you ingest either one of them. Right. Like it's scientifically proven. Right. But. It says, no study has ever shown any sexually enhancing effects from oysters. Nobody said they do. They look like a vagina. <laughs> eat them in a seductive manner. You see the man eating them, you're like, hey. <laughs> like <laughs> that. You see the man eating them, like, damn, I want to be going to do that to my pussy, too. I just thought it funny how she was like, 
it looks like a vagina. <laughs> Oysters or chocolate, so I, I wouldn't know, but um, Me yeah, like the fact that they don't touch on the fact that at least chocolate is directly related to like the happy hormones, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, like that plays in it too. I agree, I agree. Eat chocolate, you with your significant other, he's looking good, <laughs> smells good, or she looks good, he smells good. I mean, it just, just enhances the mood, I guess. I mean, Whatever. when you use like, the chocolate on your partner, that makes it even better. Wait, wait, not, <laughs> not, not vaginas, though. Don't you know? Okay, no, not vaginas. Not vaginas. No, no, no. Nothing should be inserted keep into it, a vagina. It, keep, it, keep it above the waist. <laughs> above the waist. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Please. Please. And get checked regularly. Thanks. Yeah, all that. <laughs> all right. So today's topic. I, I forgot it. What what is today's topic? Uh did you expect to be single at this point? In there your we life? go. Yes. That is today's topic. And I'm gonna start because I'm the oldest, right? I absolutely did not expect to be single. At this point in my life at all, but I feel like I manifested it accidentally, not knowing what manifestation is. Right. Because when I was younger, I was forced to babysit a lot. Okay. <laughs> and I hated kids and I said, I'm never having those. And I said it very frequently. And I, I always said that ain't no man ever gonna long list of things. <laughs> So I kind of like manifested it. I like, I like spoke it into existence. I kept saying, this is not going to happen to me. I'm not going to be this. I'm not going to do that. And now I am sitting here in that period. So no, I absolutely did not think I would be single at this point in my life, but I'm not, I'm not unhappy. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm cool with it. I'm satisfied. And I'm also hopeful that, you know, eventually it'll happen. Anybody else? I didn't think I would be single at this age. I thought I would be at least happy, happy married and, and with children and still living my best life. Um, I don't know any other way to respond to that other than just that. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be single, you know what I mean? So, you know, you can't really determine how your life is going to turn out you know later on there's so many things that happen to you along the way right that can determine what that's going to be so i don't really believe that you manifested it you know what i mean it just could have been some other things along the way that it happened was that, definitely had you know, a, a lot of circumstances and 
and things that happened that you know contributed to it. But right, I feel like right. I feel like at, when I was younger, I literally said, "This is not going to be me." Like you know what I mean? Right. But um, right. but at some point, I did think that I would be married with some children. I never. I wasn't one of those people that like pictured or thought about how my wedding would be or what my husband right. would look like or you anything like that. <laughs> See, I never, I never thought about that kind of stuff. So Me neither. it was just like, whatever, if it happens, when it happens, it'll happen. Like I never pressed it to happen. Go ahead. Well, um, I will share. Yes. Say that my response is hell no. I had my life figured out. <laughs> I, I knew what kind of dress I would be wearing at my wedding. I mean, I, I just had it all figured out, and then I got to this point where I'm just like, oh, okay, so you can't control every narrative, you can't control every aspect of your life, right? And that was a reality check for me because it just I, I didn't understand. I said, you know, why haven't I found this right? You know, da da da. I had to experience some things, and then I realized, you know, I, I like being single actually. It's a freedom that I have. Oh, it's like definitely it. fun. <laughs> oh, for sure. And they're like, who is that? This is my friend. They're like, this is like the third friend you can You know, it's good to have friends. Yeah, I, I had to let the, the control issues go and just say, you know what? I'm just going to go with the flow of my life. But people don't always believe it. They're just like, what? You don't have a... I find that hard to believe. I'm just like, why? Right. Because, I, you know, I had to figure out what I liked and what I didn't like. And the more I entertained different types of men, I kept saying, ah... That you know ain't what? it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with you. Like, you know what? That's fine. Let's, let's do this situation shit for a little while until I decide not to talk to you anymore. <laughs> At this point. Yeah. It definitely does take experience. You have to be with different people yep. to really understand what it is that you want and don't want. So I do, that's why I think it bothers me so much when people or men, I want to say more men do this. When men are like, oh, she was sweet because she got this guy and she got this guy oh. she got this guy. Well, maybe because the one nigga that I had is not fulfilling everything that the other one needs to. So he can fulfill all the things that I need to. So I'm sorry that you guys don't come as a whole package. Like, figure that out is what trial and error. So I, I definitely feel you where you're coming from on that. I think it's I think it's crazy how men are expected to date multiple women at a time. But we're supposed to sit and wait on one guy and let him act the yep. fool and yep. wait on him for years going through all types of bullshit until he's ready to actually settle down with us. Like, I think that's ridiculous. And then he don't pick somebody else. Like, and punch the relationship to the whole clock, and then he decides to run off into the sunset. That happened to me. <laughs> so at this point, I'm just like, you know what? I literally helped build this man for the next woman, mm-hmm. and that it crushed me. Like I couldn't even, I didn't understand. I'm just like, what the hell? You, you said you wanted loyalty and ride or die, but you actually don't want that, or you don't want it from me. Right. That was a reality blow. Like, right. oh, like, oh, okay, right. you don't want it from me. You do all the right things. You build this man up. You make him into what he is today. You motivate him. You fucking put some nice clothes on him because this nigga was wearing turned over sneakers. Like, you know what I mean? You do all this shit. And you you cook for him. You clean. You do whatever. You Whatever they want in the bedroom. You do all that shit. And then they finally look across the room at somebody else and be like, that's my wife. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> 
wasn't willing to wait for you to act right like fuck you or go with the flow that's their famous thing let's just go with the flow when a man says that let's see what happens Like they expect us to celebrate them for doing the bare minimum. You're supposed to call me every day. I'm supposed to call you every day. We supposed to speak every day. Like, 
I shouldn't have to be the only one making the phone calls. I shouldn't have to be the one driving to your house every time. Like, come on, bro. That shouldn't even be a discussion. No. But then what about you're really into someone, you're automatically going to do that. You want to, yes. About you not contacting me or you acting nonchalant because you act like you don't want to talk to me, then we don't need to talk because I require attention and that's one of them. And and let me and let me say this. We're not man bashing, but we're going from a perspective of women who date men. We don't (laughs) date women. So I'm not saying there ain't piss in the uh a dating pool. Because there certainly is. There certainly is. But because we date men, that's all we have experience with. Just for those who get their feelings and stuff about what we're talking about right now. Like, <laughs> and don't forget, we're in the, the Instagram model page, too. So oh, they God. want you to look like that, but still do all the other things. She mentioned caregiver, being <laughs> a therapist. <laughs> you know, they, they have this obsession with this. Something that half of them aren't even at the tier to even get. Like, you don't, you exactly. are like, you're not even up to, like, they want us to do have our body tight and smart. And like, exactly. And then they look, I fucking washed up mess. <laughs> like, no. and, the, and the reality is, is, neither that Instagram model nor myself is going to give you a second look. Fat. Like, I see all the time. Or a horrible personality. Or a penis. I keep like I'm in I'm in a bunch of singles groups on Facebook and a, a consensus in these groups is where they're posting like, can you women afford the dates that you're requesting from men? Actually, yes. Yes. I take myself yes. on these dates. Okay. Me and my girlfriend goes on these dates. Like, yes, I can afford these dates. Y'all motherfuckers need to step up. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, how about they need it cheaper when I go by myself? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I always say, I'm not asking something of you that I can't give myself. Exactly. Right. I believe in certain traditional way. Court me. Date me. <laughs> yeah. They think you they date you one time you fuck woo me. That's it. Woo right. me. Woo me. No more dates after that. Crazy. Okay. Crazy. Like I don't even I feel like they don't even understand what it is not and I'm not trying to say they as in all men but like I feel like people in general don't really know what a real date is. Like they think going out to eat is is enough like no going to a movie the fuck we can't even talk at a movie i can't get to know you at a movie we literally looking at the screen at the table it's like damn i don't know anything about you besides your instagram exactly i went on a date with one guy where he was on his phone almost the entire time to to the point where i'm sitting on at the table in front of him texting him get off your phone it took him two minutes to even see the text. And I heard it come to his phone because he was wow. so busy looking at whatever the fuck he was looking at. I was like, wow, these motherfuckers. That's so damn, that's so damn rude. <laughs> oh my God. And then he, he, he wanted to drive me to my car so I can see his little fancy car. I was like, sir, 
it's really not that serious. Like in my head, I'm like, you'll never see me again. It's really okay. conversation with me at least make me feel like okay he seems like a really nice guy i might want to give him a little bit So I just had this experience last night, right? As you guys know, me and a little bit of bartender. So I'm at this bar, I'm working, and a guy comes in. And the entire time, he's talking about my breast, right? He's like, yeah, wow. you got some you got some nice um, Ds. And I'm like, actually, no, they're triple Ds. Nah, they're not triple Ds. Like, sir, I know what size bars I buy. Like, I don't need you to tell me anything about my boobs. But, like, he's right. literally just anything, every little movement I made, if my boob jiggle, he's like, oh, oh, there we go. Like, come on, sir. Oh, like, oh, really? Oh, wow. Then he says, all right, I got to go somewhere, but I'm going to come right back. And then we're going, you know, you're going to have a drink with me. We're going to talk. I was like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So he leaves. He comes back. And one of his friends is in the bar. So he's talking to his friend, and I'm talking to the other employees. We're just chilling. Mind you, he only tipped me three dollars. But anyway, <laughs> so so after before his friend leaves, he calls me over. He's like, "Yo, I thought I came back to talk to you." And I'm like, "Yeah, you talking to your friend? We're good, you know. You have you enjoy your friend. I don't want you to be rude, and I don't want to be rude. So I'm gonna go back over here where I'm comfortable." <laughs> so he waits till everybody leaves, all my coworkers, all my um, all the customers, everybody, and he's just oh, sitting yeah. there now waiting for me to come and talk to him. So he calls me over and I'm like, what's up? You need another drink? And he's like, no, I came back here to talk to you and you just been ignoring me. I was like, well, you were here with someone else and blah, blah. So as the, he's really pressing me, like you just rather talk to other people. And I'm like, sir, I don't know you. Oh, I don't even know you. <laughs> like I've seen you in here a couple of times, but I don't know you. Like, I don't care to talk to you. You would rather talk to your coworkers. Maybe. Like, they're interesting. I'm getting to know them, too. Like, what are you talking about? I, I, I'm at work. I'm at work. <laughs> so then, so so after after we get past that, we're the only two people in this place now, and I'm just like, all right, let's make nice. So I'm we're having a conversation. The conversation actually went well. Like, we talked about interesting things, and it, it went away from my boobs. Like, we actually had okay. a decent conversation. And then he's like, 
All right, so um, you about to close up, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here with you and and um and walk you to your car. First of all, no. No, I'm good. Absolutely not. It's gonna take me. <laughs> it's gonna take me quite a while, actually, to um to close up. So you might as well just go. And plus, my car is right outside. Like I don't need you to wait with me at all. And he's like, oh, okay, well, um. Maybe I'll see you some other time. He was like, do you live over? And he, like, described my neighborhood. He was like, yeah, I thought oh. I saw you. I was just like, oh, see. Oh. This nigga I is creepy as fuck. Oh. I'm getting, uh, what's the guy from Players Club that follows Diamond home every night? <laughs> I was just like, yo. I was, I was legit nervous. And he's, like, he's really tall. He's... He was a handsome guy. Like, he was, it wasn't that he was ugly or anything, like, but he just... Was too aggressive. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, you expect me to want to have a conversation with you after you came back and now you're drinking alcohol and you're doing all this stuff after you just had this whole 20 minute conversation with my breast about my breast. Like, who wants to have that conversation? Why would I want to come back and talk to you, sir? And the reality is, as a bartender, like, you know you're going to get it. Like, you know. Exactly. That goes with the territory. But once they cross a certain boundary line... <laughs> once you like, realize that you I am know? trying to stay over there, right. leave me alone. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid you. Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking. Stop talking. Like, come Why on. Like, security? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, wow. If you, my, if you want my attention, at least off my tip. Right. Oh, the second time he came, he he tipped me four dollars when his friend tipped me a whole twenty. He was like, "I tipped you twice." I was like, "Yeah, but your two tips still didn't add up to the twenty dollars your friend left." He was just like, "I'm saying I'm here all the time." I was like, "Yeah, and you always give so, these little ass tips." So what what are you saying? Mean? You make the choice to be in here. <laughs> <sighs> and I, I felt crazy because I was like, I should have cussed him out. I should have told him, leave me the fuck alone. Why would I want to have a conversation with you after you talked about my boobs for 20 minutes? Like, sir. The angry black woman, you know, oh. like, oh, typical. I expected you to act like this. Right, right, right. And now you, you fucking standing over me talking about come sit on this side of the bar with me. And now you want to walk me to my car? No, sir, go no. home. He was like, I thought I saw you one day. I tried to follow you, but then you went up a one-way street, and then I didn't see what? you. I was like, Oh, why would you want to go one-way street? I I went. I, I probably went the right direction up a one-way street, but I don't know. I I don't know. I, I was just like really creeped out. I was like, okay, this is weird. Definitely watch the back of these niggas. These niggas like rejection. No, they don't. And you they're see, creepy as fuck. The girl just got shot because the guy, like, she declined him. Mm-hmm. She was with her man. Like, <laughs> the male ego can be fragile. I guess the human ego can be fragile. I mean, the male egos fragile. are just more that's, dangerous when they're fragile. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. mental illness. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not just fragility. Like, yeah. Fragility is like, oh, fuck you, that bitch. Okay, oh, poor Ting Ting. I heard you. Okay. But shoot me? No, that's mental illness. That's wild. That's like the girl who. 
That's like the girl who was in the projects walking past a group of guys and the guy tried to holler at her and she said no and he slapped her with a fucking skateboard. Oh, Jesus. That was in New York, right? Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. All because your your ego is bruised in front of your homeboys. Like, come I mean, on, bro. Grow up. Gave you a fake number or gave you my number and then blocked you. Like, I mean, the worst part about that is they fucking call you in front of you now. That's why I have a Google number. I have a Google number. I don't know it by heart. Damn it. I just got this phone. Um, I'll be like, I get my phone. Hold on, let me see what my phone number is. I never call myself. <laughs> this shit crazy. What were you saying, Scanners? I was saying the point is, we it's sad that you have to go through that in the first place. Facts. Yeah, right. Facts. Right. It but should. I mean, I don't. I don't want to get slapped with a skateboard. girl was coming home from work and went into a little bodega in New York again and the guys followed her in there offered to pay for her stuff she said no she left I saw that. they beat her up bit her eye like they were trying to bite it out of her face at this point. Especially when they extra aggressive. I'm living in New York. I'm good. I'm going to visit and I'm But it's not just New York. I'm sure those are the two that, that ended up on the news, but I'm not saying it's just New York, but there's a lot of motherfucking people in New York. There's way more people in New York, a way more different personality that I'd rather just not even interact with because if you're in Baltimore, I'm sure you you I hear Baltimore. I think I know what you're talking about, but I need you to give a little bit more information. We got put out. (laughs) We got put out. Okay, so basically, a friend of ours is uh, is desirable from from a lot of different men, and he was trying to holler at her, and she wasn't interested. So he grabbed her, and we all jumped to attention, like, what the fuck? And, yeah. Yeah, we we ended yeah. up <laughs> being told we to leave. Got, we got escorted out. <laughs> when I 
I mean, hey. And then, and then we got them kicked out because we complained. Because we said, y'all going to kick us out, too, because they started it. Right. So they got kicked out, too. I mean, it ain't the first time I got kicked out of a place. That was my first time. What mine. Was you. Hey. <laughs> and it won't be the last if certain situations happen. So fuck no, that. Fuck that. It definitely won't be the last. <laughs> but okay, yeah. so our... um. Our question for today is from the Are You That Somebody game. Uh, okay, wait. The song is Candlelight in You. Shante Moore? I don't know. I have no clue. I, I think it's Shante Moore. I can hear the song no, I, in my head right like now. I, I, what, is it, it's, not Will, it's not Will Downing and Shante Moore, is it? Um, I don't know. Look it up Lights and you. Shante Moore. Uh-huh. And Keith Washington. Oh, okay. That's not the person. Okay. Keith I can Washington. hear the song in my head, but I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I always get the man's name wrong. Sorry, yeah. Mr. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the question is describe a perfect date. How, how fitting. I know. I was looking through them and I was like, oh, this would be perfect. So describe a perfect date. <laughs> we were just talking about how people don't know what dates are anymore. Scan, you are um, muted. Scan, you're muted. I'm not saying that I wouldn't know what I would feel like is a, a good date, but um, I guess without giving like too much of any specifications about what type of date it is, I would feel like the perfect date would definitely be somewhere that you can actually communicate with each other and actually get to know each other. So anything that has something to do in an open space that doesn't distract you from each other, um, I guess it also depends on the specification on what date this was. Is the first, second, third, you know? I guess it just really depends on you as an individual what you consider as your perfect date. Right. Um, I know what my dream date has always been, and I know people, to people, they'd be like, oh, that's your dream date. I think it's more of just because of the nostalgia behind it, but I've always wanted to do the the drive-in movie. Okay. I've never been to a drive-in movie. There's one out I, here, just so you know, but go ahead. Right. I always thought that that was really uh, very cute and unique and very old school type of way of where it's still intimate because you're not around everyone else mm-hmm. but at the same time you're able to actually communicate with each other and watch a movie because I think a lot of times too people don't really say it's like now this depends on who your partner is I was about to say that because okay. I had this experience but go ahead there are some people that are completely silent through the entire movie <laughs> I'm not okay. those <laughs> neither am I I'm not saying that I talk through the whole movie, but you know, there might be a moment that somebody says something funny. I'm like, oh shit, that shit was funny. Can you hear it? He's there for such and such You know, like, just that. Right. Oh shit, you hear that person in the background? Oh shit. You know, I'm that person. You know what I mean? It depends on the right. type of movie, too. So. Correct. So for me, I think uh, what I've always pictured as my perfect date, or which is like the most romantic date. For me, it's always been a drive-in movie, and I definitely want to get a box of Juju Bees just on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> That's just on cute. Purpose. 
That's cute. I like it. I like it. I just want to be able to ask my baby, can you give me a bus to Juju Bean? Just because it's a nostalgic (laughs) moment. You know what I mean? You definitely had to give the man a card with all these instructions because that's just not going to happen. It shouldn't be that hard, honestly. Drive-in movie is some Juju Bean. I don't know how more difficult it needs to be. Very true. So yeah. I went on a date to a drive-in before, and um, he couldn't keep his hands off me. And we weren't even at that point yet. So it was just like, all right, sir, like, let's watch the fucking movie. Like, chill. Yeah, that's, that's, let's have a conversation that's, 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 or something. Okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, God damn. We didn't finish the movie. He took me home. Like, I was over oh, it. Wow. I was over wow. it. I was like, this is too much. But well, yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But I think with your with your boo, that would be a very nice, cute date. Yeah. yeah. But as far as perfect date-wise, what I feel like it's a perfect date is anywhere that you can actually uh, take in the scenery, but at the same time be able to communicate with each other. I, I agree. That's, to me, what's really important for a first date. Because you got to get to know each other. Person. Yeah. Right. So why put yourself in a position where you're not actually getting to know each other? I agree. I'm not saying you can't do a fun activity. There's a lot of things you can still do that will incorporate and allow you to, to be able to interact mm-hmm. at a more intimate level. On top of that, intellectually, like that, there's a lot of things. I don't feel like a movie or Is a it? first no. date, Mm-mm. especially something you haven't seen. Because I am the type of person I do want to watch the movie, whether regardless I throw <laughs> little spats in there. I enjoy a good movie. I'm a movie fanatic. So first time I've always said, first date, don't ever go in a movie. I agree. It's just not a good idea. Maybe yeah. for the third or fourth date, maybe. Mm-hmm. But not for your first date. I think a first date should be definitely something that's open. Go take a walk somewhere. Like, you know, we have something here called the Botanical Garden, which is nothing but a huge place of nothing but flowers. Yeah, we but, got that everywhere. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's a good place to be, I feel like, it's a date. It's mm-hmm. not expensive. You both are going on a nice walk. You'll be joined on a beautiful day. You can have a good conversation. And I feel like, as far as me, if a person says, well, I don't want to go do that, that sounds boring. Uh, we don't need to go on a date. <laughs> you know what I mean? It alleviates a lot of shit right there. Oh, we don't need to go out there. Because apparently you think having just a nice and thrilled conversation while walking is too much for you. Mm-hmm. That means you're here for different intentions. You're not here to get to know me. Right. So that's just my opinion when it comes to like what I figure is a perfect date. Okay. Okay. What about you ladies? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know at this point. I think that none of them were actually pretty perfect, but I would probably be somewhere where we could talk for sure. So, like mm-hmm. a nice dinner or even like a happy hour that leads into a dinner. I want to see how you carry yourself. Are you sloppy, drunk? Like, you know, just so I can get, feel the vibe. So, maybe a multiple place type setting. I like you know, it. I like it. One place okay. What about you, a little bit? Um,. Two things. I have been on a movie date that was successful, but we were friends before we went on the movie date. Okay. So So you kinda knew each other already. Yeah, we knew we knew each other and he was a perfect gentleman, so it worked out. Um my I guess my ideal date I'm gonna combine two dates that I went on into one. Okay. Um so I met this guy down by the water and we walked and we talked. I like that. Um we walked and we talked, and we went to dinner, 
then so I'm combining another date now. Um then I took him to a strip club. <laughs> I did. I did. Well that escalated quickly. <laughs> did y'all walk to the strip club? Like what the <laughs> nothing of <I'm> <laughs> Did he just like really love strippers or no, I wanted to go. I just decided to take him because I mean, again, this is, these are dates that I went on with men that I was involved with. So okay. Okay. Not, I get it. a new person. So I decided I would go to a strip club. So I took him to a strip club. I didn't, I mean, technically I didn't kind of like, it kind of looked like a strip club, but I didn't really know it was a strip club until we got in there. And then I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's have, <laughs> let's have some more drinks. So, I love it. I love it. Okay, so I'm, before I go into what I think my perfect date would be, I want to say that dates don't have to be expensive. I remember back in, um, like, right after college days, one of my um, best friends from high school, we're still really good friends, but he told me how he didn't have a whole lot of money, but he wanted to take this girl out on a date. So he, like, Talked to her a lot. Like, they talked on the phone all the time and stuff. And he was finally just like, how about you just go to the supermarket with me when I go food shopping? And she went. They walked in down every aisle. They talked. They talked about different foods they liked and just, you know, random conversation. And then he took her back to his place and cooked her dinner. Oh, I would love that. That would be, like, right up my <laughs> I was like, see... Dates don't have to be expensive. You went food shopping for your house and then you just made a meal. Like that was easy and simple. That's nice. And, and she I got to see your skills. Right. Right. So um I think if it's a first date, I think a good spot would be, for me anyway, would be something like an escape room. So like you have to you have to use some some type of brain power and smarts to get out of this thing, right? <laughs> but you're you're also using teamwork, you know? So, like, you're getting to know each other. You're getting to know how they are when they're frustrated because they can't figure something out or, you know. Um... Oh, yeah, she's giving them a fucking exam on the <laughs> she's, making, she's making sure she's making sure they're not a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> she's giving them a fucking exam. Exactly. And, and, and their anger management skills are shit. <laughs> and I'm going to be the first person to fail. Look now, if you gonna lead me, you gonna have to be able to figure some shit out, okay? <laughs> or it can go last, where you go, we went to the main event, it's kind of like Dave and Buster, uh-huh. and it, the night was perfect, like we had dinner, then we went to main event, but I beat him in the basketball game, mm. and he turned into a child. Like, uh, <laughs> we, I couldn't, I was standing there, like he, lived, he was visibly upset, he's like, you know, let me put more money on his card, we're not wow.
Facts. think I was, you know, doing that great. Hell, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just shooting the ball. <laughs> but yeah, it turned. It was a nightmare. Like he just got so upset. He went to more money on the card and played me until he whooped me. I mean, when I was to tell you it was bad, it was like I probably had like three points. Did you like let him win? Let's get this over with. Let's let's. Okay, so if, if it's not a first date, it's a repeat date. I think something like um, I like bowling. I like pool. Um, I'm not good at either of them, but it's fun to have like that little competitive edge and and flirtiness a little bit. I only been mini golfing one time. I enjoyed it, but it was a group thing, so it wasn't. I didn't. I don't know how that would work as a as a date. I guess it would be the same as like pool or bowling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, but um, I definitely feel like an escape room would be a great date. I, I remember when I was dating this guy, I was looking for something to do for his birthday, so I went on Groupon because you know I'm cheap, and um. I saw this, uh, what is it called? Those, one of those murder mystery dinners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, this would be so cute. So like, you know, get dressed up in whatever theme costume they wanted you to be in and you go and you eat and, and he seemed really excited about it for his birthday. And then, you know, we broke up. So. Oh. <laughs> He's probably like, I I ended up taking my girlfriend and we had a fucking ball and the food was whack, but the, the entertainment was enough. <laughs> you know what I don't care about anymore is museums. I, I would like to go to a museum for a first date because it gives you enough quiet. Mm-hmm. It gives you enough personal space. Mm-hmm. Like there's no corners. That they, they can get you up in no corner, nothing like that. Right. And you can see how well they pay attention. Yeah. I actually went on a date with a guy to a museum. It wasn't a first date though. We we had been dating for probably like two months at that point, but it was it was definitely a nice date. Like we didn't have to be all up under each other because it was a bunch of different exhibits to look at. But then we would come together and talk about one or two or whatever and just have random conversation. Yeah. Like it was fun. I think that'd be a nice first date. Yeah, I, I think so too. Well, group first dates are horrible. So. <laughs> Yeah, not a first date. Ew. A group first date? Horrible. Yes. Was was it like all of y'all on the first date, or was it like just you and your partner on the first date? Me and two girls that he, his two friends, and the girls that they brought, and it was just so. I was not expecting that. I'm like, are we? I said, are we? Do we need to drop these people off somewhere or something? Like, I'm trying to whisper. He's like, oh no, they're going with the first. We're gonna go to the thing in Towson, and then that. Okay. So he knew them though. Yeah. Oh, it, it sounds wag. it sounds like he was the fifth wheel and he needed like somebody to <laughs> even it out. So now not only are you getting to know him, but you're getting to know his friends and their I'm friends. Like, like I mean for him, 
Right. Number three. This one definitely got to be Oh my, oh my gosh, God. that's crazy. Well, you know what? It kind of would have maybe given you an inkling, like Sweetie said, um, an inkling as to how his friends are. So if you got in a relationship with him, you'd know who you'd end up being around at some point in time. That's true. Yeah, and they laugh and joke and clown him the whole night. Like, he obviously <laughs> has a personality that he didn't show me, you know? Like, uh, to me, he was super serious, and, but like, with them, I don't know if it was a dynamic control to her, like his, his close friends, but he was like a different person. I'm like, how even is this? I mean, it was fun, but <laughs> that wasn't what the energy that I was getting. I was right. getting like this boring, like, like you laugh, you smile, wow, this is great. That's oh, wow. crazy. Yeah, he was super serious, asking a thousand questions. It felt like a dog interview. He's like, how many kids do you have? Do you plan on having more kids? Do you feel like you're at where you need to be in your life? Oh, What's your plans on? It was, it was like a, it was like a dog interview. I, I was overwhelmed, like. Uh uh-uh. like, you know. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so one of my girlfriends, she was dating this guy. Um, she's black. He he is white. They were dating. He decided he wanted to introduce her to his friends, so they went out on a group date. But like, she had known him a little bit before that, so they're out at this group date. It's them and two other couples, and they're getting to know each other. They're talking, and she's like, "His friends seem really nice." And then all of a sudden. <laughs> This black girl shows up like, oh, so you're out with somebody else? <laughs> and says to him, we need to talk. Come over here so we can talk. So he was like, all right, I'll be right back. So while he goes off to talk to the other girl, his friends are like, we never liked her anyway. what she was like yeah she was like she said she was ready to leave but his friends was like no she's gotta leave and like just they hated her they hated the other girl and they liked her so they were just like no we want you with him because she sucks like (laughs) (laughs) exactly that would have been like And she said that's what she was about to do until his friend started spilling the tea. And she was just like, oh, shit, what? <laughs> what happened? And I would have been curious, too, like, okay, is he, is he going to a black thing? Like, what's going on? Like, where, where is this coming from? Like, <sighs> oh, Lord have mercy. Yes. The things we go through with these fucking men. And it don't matter what race they are, because they all <laughs> some shit. All right, to switch gears, uh, Jamie P. writes, please tell us a, a, a little bit more about yourself, please. Yes, so I have been a writer forever. So I know people say so cliche, they even start their books like that. Like, oh, I've been writing since I was eight. But the truth is, like, I've always been a writer. That's the way I express myself. So, you know, when I was young, I was just right, 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 how I felt, you know. And then when I got to a big age, you know, in my life, I said, let me do something different. I was unhappy in my job. And I had been there for like 11 years. And I said, I am going to just walk. I don't even give a fuck anymore. I said, this is not for me. So I quit. And I remember just thinking like, oh my God, I don't have anything else lined up. So what am I going to do? And I said, I'm just going to to work on this book because I traveled a lot. So at one point um, prior to me quitting, 
I was in the Czech Republic. I, I was by myself, and I wrote this story when a good girl goes bad birthday tale. But I didn't finish it. But my, my creativity was in overdrive, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put a lot of my experiences in here. I'm going to beef it up a little bit. But that was that. So then when I quit, I said, I need to do something. So I worked for three months to finish this book. I told myself, like, I am getting this book out. They need to see this. I, um, you know, I did the cover photo shoot and all that stuff like that. And then that's how my book was born. But basically, the whole makeup of James Who Writes is, like, I feel like a part of my purpose is to help encourage and motivate somebody else. Even when I don't always feel those same things. So I started my um, Instagram page, James Who Writes. And it's the girl who writes for those who read. Mm-hmm. And I would always do a word of the day. And it just would come to me. I literally lay in bed in the morning. And I would get up and do my routine, and then whatever came to me, whatever word, I would look up in the definition, and that would, that would be the word that I would give people. And it, it started to get traction, and people would hit me up and DM me, like, thank you for this word, or, you know, elaborate on this. So I really just wanted to have a space where I'm not asking you for anything. You know, you don't have to do anything. I just want to, if you get to a moment in the day where you just happen to come across that page and you just need a pick-me-up, it was there. So that's pretty much the makeup. Awesome. <laughs> I think that is so dope. Oh, sorry, the screen switched sorry. up on me. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> but, yep, that's that's me. I, I I've been through some things in my life, so I feel like at this point now, um, like I said, I'm not I'm not always feeling the most motivated myself, but I always have this gut feeling of like I gotta help somebody else. Mm-hmm. I have to help someone else because that that's just my purpose. I mean, I so think that's that's very admirable to to try to help people get through things that you've been through or just uplifting people. Who you don't know because you don't know what everybody's going through and not everybody's going to talk about what they're going through. They just kind of deal with their own stuff on their own and you might bring a smile to somebody. You might be that uplifting thing that makes them not drive off the side of the road today. Oh, I I knew at first I wasn't sure, you know, at first I'm like, let me just keep doing this. But then I started to lack motivation, but then I got this DM from this girl and she was like, I really just want to thank you. So I'm like, oh, you know, thank you for probably, you know, getting my usual spill when somebody, you know, sends me a DM. And she's like, no. She said, I really was in a dark place. And someone referred your page to me and was just like, go and, and look at the post she posted three days ago. And it was just talking about self-worth and just like, you know, outside, no one wants to admit that they had insecurities and this and that. And, you know, she said she was just so raw about it. She said, I was literally on the ledge, like losing my mind, trying to keep up with these superficial ideas and relationships and everything. And she was like, you know, I, I watched that thing of, you talking about how why do we manifest pain and she said you know one of the things you said to me was that we we keep manifesting pain because it brings empathy and sympathy we keep revisiting these things that are hurting us because we get people to say oh how are you feeling today or do you need anything so that video was what really it was like the turning point i said okay this is this, this, i'm doing this for a reason mm-hmm. and, and that's how i've tried to maintain it ever since my purpose is greater than me you're so. awesome Yes, thank you so much for everything, because that's, that's dope, that's dope, you really help somebody, you know, and I'm sure that there's many people out there that you're helping that might not say it, but it, it is, it is, but okay, so um, where can the people find you? So I'm on Instagram at Jamie P. Wright, um, I think my Facebook is still up, Jamie P. Wright, I, my website is down right now, but it's jamiepwrights.org. But if you go to my Instagram, you can find everything you need. Normally, you know, people just DM me. They might ask a question. And I might just randomly DM you. But it's, everything is James P. Wright. Awesome. So awesome. Like awesome. <laughs> now, is my your name. book still available for people to purchase? If you DM me on Instagram, you can. It's, it's actually $10 now. Okay. Um, and it's 
probably can't see it, but <laughs> when a girl, good girl goes to Berkeley Tale, I had it on uh, Amazon, but, mm-hmm. but as a first time <laughs> entrepreneur and publisher, I learned that they really like, they take so much of your money. So I took it down from there, but I still sell them through DM. Like basically you just awesome. go through PayPal and do it that way. But okay. yeah, when a good girl goes to Berkeley Tale, I'm currently working on my book called um, Ready, Set, Let's Elevate. And this is just supposed to be like one, it's a mini book and it has the words of the day in there, but it goes through my story. I really get raw and I, you know, I said, I wanted to tell a story that people can relate to, mm-hmm. not just some superficial quote, like make today great because you know, you know, those ones mm-hmm. that come across your Google or whatever the case may be. So um, I'm working on that. And like I said, I had got a little, I was lacking motivation myself. So I kept I keep trying to push myself to finish it. But um, the whole point of it is just, it's the term ecstasy, and that's basically when a snake sheds its skin to make new for new. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of the book. It's just like, this is who I am, but I know my potential. And once I go through these things and I learn a little bit more about myself and I experience something, you know, this new shiny coat that I'm going to have, it's going to be different, you know, and I'm going to manifest and get everything that I want. So I'm working on that. And Well, when, when you get that out, you can come back and promote for that. That'd be dope. Absolutely. I love it. I would love that. <laughs> All right, Scan, where can people find you? Um, they can find me on Twitter, which is going to be more Nisa, M-O-O-R-E-N-I-S-S-A. Or you can catch me on IG, which is going to be Nisa.more. Or you can catch me on my OnlyFans, which is OnlyFans.com forward slash need some more. That's N-E-E-D-S-O-M-E-M-O-O-R-E. Awesome. A little bit. Where can the people find you? You are muted. Um, I'm not gonna give my um details this show. Y'all want to know where I'm, where to find me? Listen to one of our previous shows. <laughs> I say at the end of every single show. Okay. So, well, sometimes this is the first time people are hearing us, but I understand. It's okay. I mean, I mean, so if it's your first time, there's tons of episodes, <laughs> and I say it at the end of every one of them. She does. <laughs> I we all do. There. Absolutely. Clubhouse. I. It's, yeah, there. it's there. It's there. But you can find me at the Sweetest Sweetie on Instagram. And you can also find our podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under Three Sweet Talkers. You can check out our website, threesweettalkers.com. You can find us on theculturplay.com backslash sweet talk. And uh, yeah, holla at us. We l- we'd love to hear from our, our uh, listeners. So definitely come um, reach out to us. And thank you again so much, Jamie P. Rice, for coming on to our show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we appreciate you. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Sweet talk.